This is PBE Daily, the early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvumbi. Thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. I took a little bit of a break again because when you have heavy deadlines, you don't have time to really actually concentrate on making more than one episode back to back. I was hoping to make at least five episodes this week, but I feel the content I'm creating is actually more potent if it comes from a true place. And today I'm making one that is something I've always had as a speculation in my head, but I'm going to reserve the right to say that this idea has it, it, it makes sense in my head. Maybe it'll make sense to you. I've spent the last couple of days making a lot of uh, headway as far as animation is concerned because the, this, this thing that happens when you have a very heavy piece of animation you need to create, you can't really jump from making one stroke scene to another another scene quite quickly because there's a certain degree of patience that is demanded when you're making certain pieces of animation come to life. Because take, for example you want to have a character make a certain piece of motion and in order to make that motion come to life and make it look at least plausible if not uh, believable it demands that you're very very patient with how it looks it demands it because it's it's one thing to try and make something look realistic by having it happen too quickly but it's completely another when you have to make the motion happen very very slowly it could be as simple as the movement of fabric and whenever I'm trying to make sure that the thing stays true I will allow myself to actually take as long as I have to. It's it's murder on your timeline, but the quality of the work that comes thereafter is what is more rewarding. And I, res- I, I, I truly enjoy having the reward thereafter because as much as it may not work, work in favor of how you'd like people to see the way the, the process is going, the end result is what people will be like, oh, so that's why you took forever with that part. It's these little trinkets. As in, even yesterday, I told uh, the, the, the son of a colleague that the quality of the work we're trying to create is something we'd like to be preserved in history and also to a certain extent studied by historians once we are all gone knock on wood hopefully not so soon but to be honest it's all about making sure that something actually gets given given the proper amount of time to actually be truly beautiful for lack of a better phrase i mean i feel that's the best way to look at how ideas should be treated and it actually probably works in favor of the of the name of this episode because i've had this speculation that everyone says that no there's no new idea under the sun and i hear you when you say that but i also think it's not really about the idea it's about the vessel that is used to bring that idea forward here's how how, how i came to that conclusion when i was in college I mean, granted, the college I went to, the, the documentation is not recognized by any organ of academia cr- across the globe, but the skill that I got is priceless. And I will always be grateful for being a student of where I went to because I think that kind of built the tenacity and state of mind that I'm in, which probably works in favor of the kind of work I'm trying to create. And to be completely honest, that's probably all you can ask for when it comes to the field that you get into no matter what the field maybe it's just about how that place you went and studied how you came out of that space and how the quality of work you created thereafter but away from that when i was there the project was supposed to create an animation project now i didn't really know how to make animation per se i i, I knew how to put pieces of, a piece of animation together i knew how to make a character move but i didn't know how to really make the movements fluid or i didn't really understand how to 
think about characters three-dimensionally or how to actually be able to treat the, the the body of the character i'm animating with actual weight and volume i had to learn that even more when i started teaching in the same place as a tutor but i think with 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 uh with time you get even more experience i mean thank heavens for instagram because I, I now see like there's a movie that came out an animation movie called klaus and a lot of the artists who actually worked on klaus are sharing their their line art on instagram and you get to see what what the, what the movie looked like if, if you're an animator just go hashtag klaus you'll probably see a lot of the line art that was created in order for them to make the scenes look plausible thereafter it's a really beautiful looking piece of animation it's got a lot of that quality of the old school disney work so if you're a sucker for old school animation styles you probably should check it out it would inform what you're trying to do now when i was in college away from the rabbit hole when i was in college there's an idea i had and this idea ended up coming to life as a film but not through my eyes or not through my hands here was the idea I had this idea. It was born from a rap song I heard by The Last Emperor. Now, the idea was a gentleman who lived in the streets of Eldoret was taken and put into a scientific research facility and they tried to make super soldiers through doing that because you can discard people in the streets because they are, well, bums and you don't really care about the street person per se so they took these people who had normally cannon fodder and they tried to make them become super strong and all that and at some point his body failed to rise back up and it was considered well waste so they took his body and in order to try keep their hands clean they take them and make mass graves in Dan in dandora so all the way from Eldoret toss them into trucks and then you carry those massive bodies and throw, have a massive gravesite inside the Dandora uh, dump site so when his body was dumped he rises back up amnesia he doesn't know how he got into that into, into that state and he starts walking around the streets starts getting his superpower starts getting his strength and eventually he becomes this powerful force and I called him the name of the actual rap song that the last emperor did i called him the neighborhood bum now years later a refined version of what that could have been became a movie and i think that's what a proper translation of the idea became the bits and pieces of that story i've just told that you probably saw in another film a man who lives in the streets has superpowers has amnesia and is a recluse will smith did a movie called um Hancock and when I watched Hancock I was like yeah that, that that's kind of what I was going for with Neighborhood Bum now I can't claim that Han that Hancock was my idea far from it even when you hear the narrative I just, I just said a few minutes ago they're not related completely they have certain instances where they, they have actually certain bumps that you could say exist that were similar but then I've also learned this from about Hollywood that there's some ideas which can be created years ago and then they're made decades later into actual films for example the movie Iron Man had to take 10 years before it actually reached fruition but bits and pieces of what it was, it was supposed to be had been created in that decade uh, the idea for the movie Face Off with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta the idea of it existed a decade prior to it being made they had different stars to be used in their minds but then it 
because they took their time, thank heavens, a perfect way of execution was made. In an episode I made this week, the idea that was to be the movie uh, about um, Howard Hughes, it ended up not being done. The one by the one by Christopher Nolan, and it not being done ended up working in favor of the actual Batman films that that Nolan did thereafter everything informs everything else in time so that's why i don't rush into making ideas come to life so quickly because i also don't mind it taking time for where somebody could beat you to it to doing certain stories but you end up making even better quality stories thereafter by not jumping the gun because no no one can really take your translation away I, i don't know if that makes any sense but it will in time now i look i look at that and i think about it as Every idea that exists is just journeying through the universe. It's just journeying throughout the globe. And any person who's a creator will get the idea for a few minutes and sit with it for a bit. And in my case, when I get an idea, I, I lately just take the notes of that idea. By taking these notes down, I'll, I'll, I'll jot down what the character is supposed to be, what the themes are. And I always do, this, this is the process I normally take. I get the idea. Once I get the idea, the first thing I do is I check online. I, I literally open Google and I type the name of that idea. And I, I check if it's been a movie, it's been uh, a book, it's been a TV show, it's been a script, it's been... What I, if that name has been used before, how can I change the name to make it perfect? first time I did that was when I gave myself my alias. The name Point Blank Yvumbi was only Point Blank Yvumbi because the words Point Blank weren't enough. When you take the name Point Blank, you, there's video games, there's films, there's uh, there's so many things that go with the name, with the tag Point Blank. Now in my case, by adding the Yvumbi, it makes it uniquely me. So PBE becomes only tagged to me. Outside of that, some people would make the assumption that I probably did that because I wanted to get close to the idea of TDE, Top Dog Entertainment. But then again, Top Dog Entertainment has to ask itself, was it also borrowing from what was uh, Top Dog Productions with uh, Irv Gotti and his brother, Chris Gotti? That happened prior to that. So there's no real new idea. It's all translation in time, to be honest. And when I look at that, and let's let's take it as far as hip hop. Like hip hop, when it comes to certain instrumentals, there are certain songs that have been sampled thousands of times. And in those songs, you'd find a person took one beat, and the idea they had in in that one beat are countless. For example, um, there's a song that was sampled to make Dr. Dre's um, next episode. Actually, I don't think it's the next episode. A Dr. Dre track called The Wash was still from the sample. The sample source was the same track that had um, nothing but a G thing. It's the same source music, the same source material, but two different ideas from it. I'm saying that to say this. You could have the same idea source, like, say, Greek mythology. But the translations you've had of Greek mythology are completely different. There's some people who would get strongly married to the idea of Greek mythology, then they'll make Clash of the Titans. But there's some people who take the idea of Greek mythology and Norse mythology, and they'd make 
comic book characters like Hercules by by Marvel Comics and comic book characters like Thor by uh, by Marvel Comics. But then there's other people like like Neil Gaiman who will make something as completely unrelated as American Gods. Same source material, different outcomes, completely unrelated. When you check out these different produce that comes from these different particular pieces of mythology, the end results are completely different because the translations are completely unrelated. And that's the thing I love about people taking their time with ideas because I, I know sometimes when it comes to ideas, there's some people who will aggressively patent the hell out of or license the hell out of certain ideas that they have. And it's it's one thing where I believe uh, a lot of people who work in the film industry in the United States have said that the Disney company sometimes works strongly against the progression of ideas because they don't let their ideas uh, have the, the period of copyright end and other people take the idea and translate it thereafter. They hoard their ideas. And there's a, there's a way they tricked the system of the, the legal contracts and, and legal contract obligations where an idea that they initially created, once it, its period of uh, copyright lapses, they re-copyright it or they re-engineer it or, re, or re, reproduce it. It's no coincidence that they redid uh, The Lion King. And it's not just about the technologies and all that, but it's, the, it's that they want to continue owning the property that is The Lion King. It's not a coincidence that they make uh, the character Mickey not be able to be taken public and have other people play around with the image of Mickey. I mean, yes, people can use them in memes and all that, but you can't use it for corporate gain because the moment you turn it into a form of corporate gain, they can sue you to death. And they're a very, very multi-billion corporation. You can't stop Disney from existing. And when you look at that, you think about them, well, it, what would, say, Snow White look like if somebody else created the idea? What would Cinderella look like if somebody else created the idea? I mean... Some of those films have been turned into different ideas that people have been curious enough to actually venture into making uh, the idea of Snow White even different. I mean, there's, there's a bit of what the movie The Huntsman is, is kind of tied to what that particular piece of folk folklore folk tales are i mean the brothers Grimm, the different ideas they had in the, in their books if you take those ideas and you look at the kind of films that have been born thanks to those ideas it becomes something different another another way to prove that ideas just the vessel is what makes them different take for example the the idea of vampires when you move from um the initial idea of the nosferatu to the idea of bram stroker's dracula to the idea of Underworld's vampires, to the idea of Twilight vampires. Same source of, of, of thinking, I learned, but different translation of what the idea ends up. The originals, all these shows, same source material in the idea of like maybe there are people who suck blood to actually survive and all that, but how it's translated thereafter, completely different. And the result is also completely different. The number of, of, of two-man cop shows that exist, how those ideas continue to change. Some become comedies, some become thrillers, some become bad boys. And 
all these things it's ideas that have been whispered into into different imaginations across the globe and i as a person i'm a, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy who i'll get this burst of energy when i get the idea and then i'll take my time to marinate the idea and make the idea come to life slowly i've learned one thing in this past couple of years and that is the art of patience how to not jump the gun it's not easy especially because you want to be the first one out with content you know you know current day and age where everything is so instantaneous and it's so important for you to always be out there it's not as easy to make it possible for the idea to get to grow properly it's it's the saddest thing about the current day and age but i refuse to actually pander to it and it's probably why in certain certain cases people do not like working with me as much and it's why i find it okay to work with myself if that makes any sense because with myself i can i can forgive myself if i'm late for certain things because i can tell when something is not ready granted it is completely not the right model to use for corporate life it's a model that that works for the fact that that which i create is currently still considered novelty you have to call a spade a spade the current day and age when it comes to the kind of creations you try to put out it's novelty to get into the industry and actually play an important role to a great extent you sadly have to pander to that which is expected of you by the market and the market dictates quite quite a lot of what the content you're creating is you can't be angry at the wheel you've been provided with you could just try maybe chrome it up but if it works perfectly work to the way to make sure you get to your destination i mean some of us have donuts in the back wheels of of our cars not that i own a car or i've never owned a car but i get it i get i get the struggle of trying to be the first one out and the greatest one out but i also believe that those of us who actually take our time to make the product properly last longer so to return to the quote that i said earlier in the episode this is what i believe this is how i see things there's no new idea under the sun however there are people in the universe as vast as the number of stars seven billion people on the planet as we speak if not more and in this period of time a singular idea could travel to at least six different people at the same time these six different individuals would have six different translations of those ideas granted we have periods in time where it, it, it has never really happened before I've, I've mentioned it once or twice in this podcast and it's something I, I learned from a youtube channel that actually has lecturers give talks on history and their understanding of history from perspective the one thing that makes this particular period in time very different from many other periods in time is the whole world has a unifying period where everybody stopped and said wait we we need to rethink things whenever people think about how evil a person is the first name that pops up is high chances are you've all said hitler because of the second world war everyone in the world got involved with that war at that time and so when it became important for us to change the way we think and the way we t- deal with each other we have a true north we can look at and say let's not be that let's try and be better and because that exists we will constantly ask ourselves how to make things different even with that in existence one idea could hit six different people but will have six different translations based upon the experiences of that person based upon the research that person does and based upon how it's executed 
now the execution is where it's different now one of the fears of white people are actually make sure that they're the first ones out or they're so untrusting that they hold on the idea to their chest and never wanted to let want to let go of the idea is they've been screwed over before and because they've been screwed over before the ptsd that comes with that makes the idea never come out one thing i'd like to tell such an individual is this not having taken the idea out into the field first doesn't mean the idea is dead because no one can take the way you translate that idea someone can beat you to the finish line but maybe it's because the version of the idea that you had was so common that that person could do it too but when you take that idea and you tweak it and you polish it into something different then that is even more rewarding i use this as an example when christopher nolan and jim carrey were preparing to do the movie about uh, howard hughes scorsese and dicaprio already had the script and they're already in production now that was based upon how the man was now the script that nolan had it ended up informing three batman movies and collectively if you compare the two movies that were cre- the, the, the the four movies if you compare the christopher nolan th- trilogies and you compare the the one film that was done by scorsese the nolan films made more of a global impact and probably made even more fiscal gain for nolan and probably have more notoriety for nolan than they gave than the the, the original idea gave scorsese is that not more rewarding marinate on that being a friday today is the is the 22nd and because it's the 22nd of november this is gig night for me i i wasn't able to create last night because my mind was not in the right place and i think it's also fatigue and i obey my body i do not try let this thing break anymore i take good care of this guy so if you're in nairobi alchemist bar i'll be rocking with the boombox crew boombox nights is one of those nights where you get to enjoy hip-hop from different generations and you get to party all night till 4 a.m in the morning thanks to yours truly hyping it on the on the crowds i've got dj lisbon dj cash and dj shinsky from the united states we're gonna be having a lot of fun over there if you're in nairobi come and wind with the guy i'm not just the guy who makes comic books and cartoons i'm also the guy who gets on stage and rocks the party um i'm i'm granted a lot of great gifts so let's come make history together say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all thank you guys enjoy your weekends you guys be good oh no <laughs>